0: Welcome to the Parents Place podcast with Hillary and Jen.
1: Welcome to the Parents Place podcast. We've got Nicole and Jen, and we're here with our friend Danny Buse, who is the executive director of Crick. Uh, Danny, we're so excited that you're here with us today.
2: I'm, ex- I'm excited to be here, thank you. Yeah,
1: hey. um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your education, that kind of thing?
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm the Executive Director of the Cast Refugee and Immigrant Connection. Uh, so we're a local nonprofit that uh, serves the refugee and immigrant community. Uh, we serve them with things like case management and um, help them get driver's licenses. We help uh, with uh, connect them with English classes and other resources that they need. Uh, and recently we've been approved as a refugee resettlement agency. Uh, so we resettle refugees from around the world uh, here in Cache Valley. Um, I've been at Crick now for about three years, uh, and, um, I'm a graduate of Utah State University in political science. Ooh. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of fell into the the social work uh, world, uh, and love every every minute of it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I always tell my husband if I wasn't in this field, it would be political science. Yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's pretty it. fun. But yeah. what can you do with a political science right. degree? Right, that's yeah. what. Right, you <laughs> can't do much. <laughs> well, that's so exciting. Thank you for telling us about you. Um, yeah. So what? is your favorite part about working in this field? You, you mentioned that you were in political science and kind of shifted.
2: Yeah, and, and so it, it kind of actually aligns pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, in political science and, and having an interest in politics and policy and, and just kind of what's happening in the world. Um, and, and I guess I, I grew up in a, in a community that was... Uh, very diverse Mm -hmm. and and so my mom is an immigrant from South America uh, and I was uh, raised around people from all over Latin America Mm -hmm. and then also refugees from around the world and so it it always piqued my interest um, global events and Mm -hmm. and global affairs and what's happening and and why are things happening around the world Um, and so uh, working with refugees and immigrants kind of aligned uh with my interests and uh so that's part of the reason uh why i uh, decided to work at crick and um but also uh, you asked about the coolest uh part of of my job and i guess it's it's the people Mm -hmm. um it's getting to know people from all around the world like i don't even know how many countries um are representative, are represented in our in the clients we serve, um, and so it's really cool to to see them uh, and see them progress, um, see them integrate into our, our community um, and become self sufficient. Um, it's, it's that that is by far the coolest part of of my job is being able to interact with people from all over the world.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. So. You weren't raised here in Cache Valley then. No, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I am from Sacramento, California. Oh, okay. And so my mom is from South America, like I mentioned, okay. and I grew up in a neighborhood that was 90% Mexican. Okay. Um, and so I grew up speaking Spanish. I spoke Spanish before I spoke English. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to bilingual schools. Uh, and then in middle school is when, so I guess it wasn't super diverse because it was, 90 percent Mexican right Uh, and then when I got to middle school and our schools combined with other schools uh, that's where I started meeting people from Southeast Asia, Afghanistan, Russia, Ukraine from again all over the world and and started having friends um, from those places and eating their food and meeting their parents and and so that's where the, the diversity really was like middle school, high school yeah. uh, is where I learned to, to interact with people from all over the world. Right.
1: I know I'm from Canada, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And when I came here, I'm like, it's so white. Yes. <laughs> it's, you know, like growing up there, we have a lot of Vietnamese, um, Filipino, yeah. and, you know, a lot of Korean. um Influences and um, you know, walking down the street, like there's curry smells and like so many different. You can tell like it's just so diverse. Walking Mm. down the street, you can just tell from the smells. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely of their food. So yeah,
2: and uh, in that aspect, you know, uh, Cache Valley is becoming more diverse. Mm. Mm. Um, I I don't think people realize how many refugees and immigrants actually live in Cache Valley. Um, And they're such a positive, they have such a positive impact on our community, Mm -hmm. on our economy, Mm -hmm. uh, just on everything. Uh, And uh, so it's becoming less, uh, yeah, more diverse for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've moved here from Arizona, it's been 25 years ago. And it has gotten a lot more diverse in that 25 years because there was a lot less then <laughs> yes. than there is now. Yeah. And, and so and it's so great.
2: Diversity yes. is such a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, like to embrace other cultures and to learn yeah. about the, the positive things that other cultures mm-hmm. have and, and to kind of bring that into our own culture is yeah. such a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with just this, this love of learning about other cultures and always feeling like us white people don't have very many cultures. Yeah. <laughs> they are not very cultured. But they're, you know, you have your own family culture and things like that. Yeah. But it's just so fun to hear all of the different traditions and celebrations and all of that kind of stuff that other mm-hmm. cultures do have. And yeah, so I am glad that we are getting more diversified. Yeah.
2: Yes, That's for sure. great.
1: Um, so with that being said, with the holidays coming up how can we embrace, like, how can we learn more about other cultures and their celebrations and kind of embrace that? And, and is it okay to incorporate that into our holiday celebrations?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and, and so that's uh, part of uh, working with the population that we, we serve. Um, yeah, I get to meet people from all over the world. Also, I get to taste food from mm-hmm. all over the world. Uh, and when it comes to I, when it comes to every culture, like food is front and center mm-hmm. when it comes to holidays and mm-hmm. celebrations, and there's always food attached to it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think that's a huge part of being able to em- embrace somebody else's culture mm-hmm. is learning about their food, mm-hmm. uh, tasting their food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a, a big Latino population mm-hmm. here in Cache Valley. Uh, And something as simple as, like, tamales for Christmas Mm -hmm. is such a big thing uh, Mm -hmm. in Mexican culture, especially. Um, And so finding somebody who sells tamales for Mm -hmm. Christmas and and having them on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. uh, or on Christmas morning, that's that's something my family has always done, Mm -hmm. uh, even though... Uh, my mom is from south america not from mexico mm-hmm. but it, it's something that we embraced because we were surrounded by Mex- the mexican culture right. mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's a regular thing for us in, in our family and it's something that i have brought to my own family right. um is that love for tamales that love for food right. uh and, and so i think that's a great way to learn uh is finding out Okay, what's a traditional dish that mm. Mexicans eat for Christmas, and where can I find that, mm-hmm. uh, and support a local uh, Mexican restaurant too? Yeah, um, and and celebrate in those kind of ways, uh, and look for other traditions. Um, so I served in LDS mission in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, and something that they do uh, around the holidays, especially uh, for New Year's Eve, uh, at midnight they stick twelve grapes in their mouth. I've uh, heard this. Yeah. yeah. And, and so. For luck, right? Yeah, for luck. Yeah. And so now it's something that we do as my family because it's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, like my kids love just sticking Do you put 12 in at the same
0: time? At the same time, time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if I could it can get 12. kind of sketchy, right? Um, and that's
0: probably part of the fun. Right? <laughs> yeah, that is part of the fun of it. I like chubby Bunny. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: And, and so um, I think just just looking for ways, or if you know somebody from another culture, ask them how they celebrate. Mm -hmm. Uh, They love sharing uh, Mm -hmm. what they do and and how they celebrate. Mm -hmm. And so just reaching out and asking somebody that you know uh, is from another culture, um, that that would be cool.
0: Yeah. I think my um, niece married, he is first generation here, but his parents you think they're just from England, so how different can it be? Mm -hmm. But he brings all of these little English things mm-hmm. for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. He brings, he makes some food that is traditional for them. Yeah. And but he always has oh, I can't remember what they're called, but the little poppets that um, you pop with someone yeah, else, and then crackers. 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 Yeah. And so we love doing that, and he always makes us wear the little 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 crowns. crowns. Or you're not celebrating, even though something (laughs) like you think England's very much like uh, the United States, but Mm -hmm. just those little things are so fun to have brought in. Yeah that's been my experience too just even being from Canada like we're
1: we're neighbors with you but we have more in common with like England mm-hmm. than we do the United States and we do the crackers too mm-hmm. and Yorkshire pudding and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just you know like and, and I think it's really important the language that we use when asking people about this like people will ask me my favorite dish from Canada which right. is obviously poutine it's it's <laughs> poutine. I have a picture of me looking at poutine and that is my profile picture on most things because (laughs) I love my poutine. (laughs) Anyway, and then, but some people, you show a picture of it and they're like, that looks gross. Yeah. No, it's the most delicious thing in the world. Don't ask me about it and then say it looks gross. (laughs) I probably told you it looks gross. I think you did, but then they told you about it and you think you said it sounds
0: good does sound good it doesn't look good (laughs) but because it's just like yeah a bunch of gravy on top of french fries with cheeseburger but it does sound delicious it is good but is there a way that we
1: could ask people in our community maybe maybe they're not like super close with these people um is that they want to learn about cultures and how they celebrate is there like certain language that we need to be aware of how do we ask them so that we're doing it in a a sensitive way so we're not
2: yeah uh, that's a great question and I think that just asking uh, is goes a long way Mm -hmm. Um, they're they're not shy they don't want to uh, hide what their culture does they want to share it and so they sometimes don't feel like they can right um and, and so just being approachable uh, goes a long way and so just caring and asking is is okay um and uh yes yeah, so refugees go through refugees and immigrants go through a lot of trauma mm. um there's there's They're survivors. They're they're people who have seen a lot um, that we don't understand, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know war like other people know war. Um, And and so maybe be sensitive to things like that, but just smiling and asking Mm -hmm. uh, goes a long way for a lot of the people we serve.
1: Okay. That's awesome. Danny, I... I remember when you were talking to us in professional development and you shared such a great story about a family here um, that decorated for, um, was it the fourth? Yeah, yeah, this is a really cool
2: story. Cool story. And, and you have to know Hiram, Utah to, to, to get um, this story, but so every year there's a parade that goes down Main Street in Hiram, Utah and we uh, have a family from Syria um, that lives on on the parade route, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of visited them and gave them a heads up that the you know there's going to be a parade. There's going to be people in your front yard uh, because that's <laughs> what you do at the Hiram Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't worry about it. And we kind of warn everybody about the Fourth of July because uh, loud fireworks mm-hmm. can kind of
0: trigger. Yeah, yeah. You totally
2: can trigger yeah. somebody and. and Um, so we gave them a heads up Uh, and I go with my family to the 4th of July parade every year Mm -hmm. Uh, and I went to check up on this family um, just to see how they were doing and it was so fun to see them Uh, they had decorated their home with American flags all over I mean there were a dozen flags Uh, and uh, their kids were outside waving American flags uh, catching candy just like any other kid Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was so cool to see how proud they were uh, to be able to participate in the parade Um, and yeah it was really impactful for me Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes you you're like hey are, are we doing the right thing are we are we helping enough are we yeah there's there's Pros and cons to everything, and mm-hmm. there's there's good days and bad days, and and that was definitely a good day yeah. um, to see how people accepted them as well. You yeah. know, they, their kids were playing with uh, other kids from uh, from Cash Valley, and yeah. it was cool. It was a really cool experience.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. that story. I think about that all the time, ever since I heard it from you. Um, so, what's a good way that we can be welcoming and? Uh, approachable
2: yeah so smiling uh, goes a long way Uh, some of the people that we serve don't speak English Mm -hmm. and so just saying hi and smiling when you see them at grocery stores or uh, at the bank uh, whatever it might be um, it just being a friendly face uh, is a great beginning Um, then learning more about our organization and what we do you can google cast refugees and uh, it'll it'll send you to our website and we have some information there about refugees Um, and uh, and then going above and beyond and kind of learning more about uh, why maybe people from Afghanistan are now here um, and and finding credible sources because there's a lot of misinformation out there Uh, and, and so uh, finding real good sources um, will will teach people a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's important. I remember meeting a Palestinian man, and um, silly me, didn't know, went to go shake his hand. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't shake women's hands. And I, I'm so sorry, can you teach me more? And he was just so happy to teach me more about his... Where he came from, his culture, he ran over, got his laptop, pulled it up, pulled up pictures of Palestine and all of these things. It was just so neat. It was just that simple, I'm sorry I made a mistake, but can you teach me? And I loved going over that house because every time he taught me something new. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just simple of just asking.
2: Yeah. Asking goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um. Like I mentioned earlier, they, they want to tell us about uh, their, their countries of origin. And a lot of these, or most of these people, were forcibly displaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to come to the United States, they didn't sign up for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so they missed their countries. Uh, and they want to talk about them, and they want to tell us you know how beautiful Afghanistan is, mm-hmm. or how incredible Venezuela is. Right. Uh, and so uh, they are really proud of their their cultures and their countries, and they want to share that with us
1: mm-hmm. i think I think a lot of Americans want people to just assimilate, and I grew up um. In, in Ontario, we would say, well we want a mosaic, not a melting pot. yeah you know we want to learn about these different cultures and embrace them for what they are and and not just assimilate to American or Canadian culture because really, what is that? Like we we don't have anything yeah. <laughs> right? Like Jen was saying, we, yeah, we've got some things, but mm-hmm. you know a lot of our most beautiful traditions come from other countries, right and um yeah i think it's just super important to learn and and let people live and Mm -hmm. and celebrate how they want to celebrate yeah
2: yeah so we promote integration right people integrating into our community Mm -hmm. being part of the community Mm -hmm. uh, but not assimilation like we don't want them to lose
0: Lose who they are are. yeah Uh,
2: Yeah. we want to encourage who they are uh, and embrace that And also embrace now that they're new Americans. Um, So we use the phrase new Americans a lot because Mm -hmm. they really are that. Mm -hmm. Um, They're new members of our American society. Uh, And whether it's refugee or immigrant. um, So yeah, we promote integration over assimilation because I I agree. Like we we don't want them to lose. We we want to have the benefits of their cultures Mm -hmm. in our culture as well.
0: Yeah. I'm just thinking just I don't I don't understand the love of learning about cultures. And so um and I think Christmas the holidays are a perfect time to to learn about other people's traditions and how they celebrate this time of year. Is it with Christmas? Is it with Hanukkah? Is it with you know whatever they choose to celebrate and that's great. And it's wonderful to learn about it. One of my favorite things I am Christian, and so I love the Nativity. Yeah. And so I collect Nativities. So whenever I know someone's going to another country, I'm like, "Can you buy me a Nativity?" Yeah. <laughs> because I love all the little different things from all around the world, just in that simple Nativity, and and how they interpret that. Yeah. And so I just don't understand the love of learning about it, like. I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to understand mm-hmm. that differences is good. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I agree. It really does enhance, mm-hmm. right? So, um, with that said, you mentioned um, a lot of Afghan um, refugees are coming. So, what what are some big populations that we're getting into cash Valley?
2: Yeah. So, um, with the withdrawal of uh, U.S. troops from Afghanistan. Um, we started serving uh, people from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine mm-hmm. happened, and we're also serving Ukrainians because of that as well. Uh, and then since becoming a resettlement agency, uh, we've really kind of diversified the, uh, the places that we're seeing refugees from. Um, So we're seeing a lot from Latin America, actually. So like Venezuela um, and Colombia and El Salvador and Guatemala. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're seeing uh, a lot of them being processed and coming to the United Mm -hmm. States. Um, And then we continue seeing immigrants from all over the world, too, Mm -hmm. from Peru and Africa. Um, Some of the refugees we've resettled are from... um, south africa and eritrea and ethiopia areas um somalia uh we have a a a pretty um well represented uh somali population here in in cash valley and so we really are seeing people from
0: everywhere you name
2: it yeah
1: i remember i this was a few years ago i was in the walmart parking lot and I parked really far away because I'm terrible at parking. <laughs> and um, I was coming out to my car and I saw this family um, trying to put, I think, a crib mattress into their little tiny car. And I had a Tahoe at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they are not going to get that in there. And um, I went over to them and they, they, they were trying to tell me, hey, I don't speak English. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to think, okay, what's like what what are they saying? And do I know this language? And it was actually French, which I do know. Yeah. So I was able to communicate with them and they were from the Ivory Coast. And I was able to say, Hey, let's put it in my car and you guys just show me where you live and I'll drive it to you. And they were so nice and so trusting of this random person, like, hey, you can give, me, give me your crib mattress that you just bought, and I'll take it to your house. And it was it was so great that I could communicate with them and help them, and it's just like, it's simple things that you can just, you can do. It's, yeah,
2: and you'd be surprised how many of those stories I get to hear all the time. Uh, so uh, an- another dad, so my, my daughter plays soccer, and uh, a girl on her soccer team's dad approached me at one of the games and said, Hey, I met an Afghan guy at uh, Walmart the other day. He needed help with uh, reloading his cell phone, his uh, cart, and was having a hard time communicating with the uh, Walmart employee. And so he just literally grabbed him and, and, and said, Can you help me? Uh, and he was able to to help him through that, and and so we live in one of those most welcoming places, um, and we're grateful that we have such a, a an open-minded and welcoming community, um, because I hear stories about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll get pictures texted to me. Hey, I, I uh, helped uh, some Afghans mm-hmm. get um, chairs to their to their house, uh, and. I get a picture from a friend who um, you know it, it's it's cool to see that the community is really coming together um, to be able to support these people
0: yeah with the holidays so I'm just thinking because I don't know like the Afghan people what do they celebrate during this time
2: yeah so they don't really celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. um, although they are starting to embrace uh, our traditions as well um, and so I think it, it's important to be sensitive uh, during these times because not everybody uh, celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, it, it's important to, to think about others when, uh, when we... You know, Christmas is such a big deal mm-hmm. to us, yeah. uh, and rightfully so. Um, but uh, just to be aware that not everybody practices the same Mm-hmm. As as we do, mm-hmm. so I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, and and are there ways that we can be sensitive to that?
2: Yeah, um, awareness. Yeah, mm-hmm. just being aware that it, it's not for everybody. Um, that that even though people who have come from other cultures and other religions are definitely. I think it's part of that integration, you know, is they're learning about it. And maybe they don't celebrate exactly how we do, mm-hmm. um, but they're starting to celebrate uh, as families. Right. Um, and so I think that awareness factor is just really important.
1: Yeah. I've got um, a family that I know, and I was over there just before Thanksgiving, and um, they they are not from this country. And they, they said, I'm so excited. We're gonna try celebrating um, Thanksgiving this year. And I'm like, wow, what does that look like to you guys? We're gonna get dressed up. We're gonna cook a turkey or a chicken. And we're gonna like, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do an American Thanksgiving. And they were so excited to just, you know, dress up at their own home and have their little family together. Cause they got the time off and yeah. you know, they, they were so excited to tell me that they wanted to try doing this. Yeah. So yeah. It was fun to see that.
2: Yeah, they really are trying to to just be part of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get to go see them tomorrow. So <laughs> we'll see how it <laughs> we'll went. We'll see how it all uh, went. Yeah, have some follow-up. And like in Canada, our Thanksgiving is completely like we celebrate the harvest. And, yeah. Um, it's the second Monday in October. And um, every year we usually do... Uh, friendsgiving because I don't have family here so we usually do that and it's been fun to see like my friends embrace it so much like they will text me and be like happy thanksgiving they remember when it's my thanksgiving and um friends have moved away and they're like we're doing Canadian thanksgiving still they'll they'll gather their friends because they love it like it's just fun like who wouldn't want to add an extra turkey dinner to their (laughs)
0: repertoire right yeah
2: yeah <laughs> well and, and i feel and I, I might be wrong but i i feel like people from other countries are a little more social than than maybe we are here in in you know the united states or cash valley um uh, and so they really like gathering mm-hmm. uh, they will find any reason to to gather together and celebrate something yeah uh and so it um yeah, it's really it's cool to see them embracing and being willing to, to not just say no to yeah. whatever we do or how we celebrate yeah. in the United States, but to embrace it and, and use their beliefs and tie it all together.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. We do we are very individualized instead of community yeah. focused. Yeah. We're more our individual family focused. So
2: Yeah.
1: I think I get hung up on, am I appropriating another culture by, like, celebrating with maybe tamales or, you know, something like that. I feel like a poser sometimes. (laughs) Is that okay, though? Like, that's not appropriation and, you know, helping celebrate, like, other cultures. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's totally fine. Okay. All right. I know I get hung up on it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I'm gonna <Yeah>. try. <laughs> so, okay, well that's cool.
0: Is there any last like great advice that you can give us to to helping those that are coming from other countries or helping them feel comfortable? And learning about their cultures, is there any last great advice you have for us?
2: Yeah, uh, we can all be advocates mm-hmm. uh, for these people too. And when I met with you all at the family place, uh, I talked about there's political reasons why um, the status for Afghans might be kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they just need advocates, mm-hmm. people to fight for them, people to learn about who they really are. Um, because like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so truly learning about the people, why they're here, mm-hmm. um, and how we can help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so being advocates for these people uh, will go a long way in making them feel welcome and comfortable here. Um, and that doesn't mean that uh, you know we have to do everything for them just being a voice to support them, uh, and support what they're doing here, uh, is really important. Mm-hmm. And in a world where there's so much like, uh, divisiveness and, um, hate out there, mm-hmm. um, being able to learn about these people and, and embrace them and make them feel welcome is, is really important.
1: Yeah. I know like our kids are so good at doing that.
2: Yeah. Kids like, are the greatest. They're
1: so good at that. And I think we have a, a couple families from Somalia um, in our school and um, my kids are so good like to talk to them about oh what's that that you wear on yeah. your head and like my kids will come home and be like that's what this is and this is what and my friend so and so uh, and like it's it's so amazing and I just I kids are so good we yeah. just need to follow their
2: lead we really do but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kids just want to play with other kids, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, they're not afraid to kind of ask those questions yeah. and um, to reach out to people that don't look like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're right. They're a great example of, of how we can treat other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, amazing, and I'm so grateful that you came and shared with us today on how we can be more respectful and... Um, Getting to know other people's traditions and cultures and whatnot, and I think this is a perfect time to, you know, reach out to someone that may be different from you, from a different country, and learn about what they do for the holidays or what they don't do for the holidays. Yeah. When do they celebrate? And teaching your kids as well, um, those different things. I think it's a great opportunity. Um, we'd love to. Th- challenge you to do that to reach out to someone that um, may be from a different culture and to learn about them. We hope that you've loved listening to this episode and we want to remind you to be kind and patient with yourselves and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Parents Place podcast. If you would like to reach us you can at parents at org, or you can reach Jen on Facebook. Jen Daly The Family Place. Please check out our show notes for any additional information. Our website is thefamilyplaceutah.org if you're interested in any of our upcoming virtual classes. We'd love to see you there.